Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel. The podcast where we go year by year revisiting pop culture from the years that Gabe was homeschooled and sheltered from the outside world and I try to catch him up on the things that I think he missed. We are in between years, and it's an episode that we've kind of been um, talking about for a minute. But before we get to that, I wanted to premiere, Gabe, a um, new trailer that I'm thinking. Because the, the very first time we did a trailer, we did it based on what is this podcast going to be about? You know, not really at the time we didn't we didn't we had an idea, but we didn't really know what what we were going to do, you know? So I, uh, I decided to go back to some of our clips and kind of put something together to kind of reintroduce people to what the podcast is about. All right. Now that we have the ideas made real. Exactly. Here we go. Any minute. Welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel. Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire, the podcast where we put Gabriel back into the pop culture gun to see if this time he fires off where we go year by year introducing him to what was out there during those formative years the podcast where i decide what i think gabriel should know about the 90s and early 2000s and the years that he missed while he was being homeschooled and sheltered from the outside world welcome to pop culture hangfire the show where we normally fill me in on everything i missed uh, while growing up, uh, sheltered from much of the pop culture. The uh, year is 2002. The year is 1998. All uh, right. Let's chamber another year, huh? So, Gabe, uh, you don't know the year, but this time we are going to be looking at 1992. The year, 1997. We are still in 1995. The year is 2000. Bill Clinton is elected president of the United States of America. Tiger Woods becomes the youngest player to win a Grand Slam in golf. Diana, Princess of Wales, was killed in a car crash in Paris. Google.com was registered as a domain name. And the average price for a gallon of gas was $1.16. A 27-inch TV cost $329. Austria, Finland, and Sweden joined the European Union. Internet browser is the most popular web, popular web browser. And the Oklahoma City bombing happens. Welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire. And that's our uh, new trailer. I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, getting those intros in there, getting some little snippets of things that we said, getting both of us in there. Also, like hearing the production <laughs> from those early episodes too, like the sound. Uh, it was very cool to do, but also like almost, uh, almost a little cringy. <laughs> Man, I feel like I was echoey. I, you hear the difference, right? Isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's it's impressive how we've learned about like the sound as we went. So we're evolving. We are. We are. All right. So we'll most likely be um, probably in the next week or two um, releasing the um, the 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 new trailer 
And as I mentioned, we uh, wanted we have been talking about doing a sequels episode, right? Talking about movie sequels and what good ones there have been, what bad ones there have been. But before we get started, right? So let's talk about what the difference is between a sequel and then when it turns into a franchise, you know? Like, at what point is it no longer a sequel and now just a franchise? Or when we talk about sequels, do we want to just concentrate on the first two? Like, part two, part three? Or do we just stop at two? What do you think? I think it's fair to do part two and part three. I think a lot of uh, a lot of story arcs are three-beat. three, three beat. It's pretty common. Like Trilogies are fairly common. And honestly, a lot of times you get the best and worst of sequels when you look at two and three. This is true, actually. Okay, so let's think about that then. When we talk about... Now, do we still talk about a franchise, though, but stop at three? And I'll use an example, right? Uh, let's use Fast and Furious. They're at, they're at 10, I think. I think number 10 is coming out, excluding... Yeah, excluding the uh, excluding the, the spinoffs. But one thing I like about a sequel, exactly like you said, there's a story arc that potentially needs to be finished, right? So... Um, so the Matrix has to be a three-parter, right? Uh, Lord of the Rings has to be a three-a three-parter, right? Like those movies, you 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 kind of have to go with like, okay, they have to be like The Hobbit did not have to be a three-parter. That could have been a one. It did not. So so that in that sense, like yes, there are movies that have to be three parts: Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Well, that's not uh, that's not that's not technically just the same character. Apparently, my dog is very curious on why I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, but so for example, so Fast and the Furious, right? So one thing I, exactly like you said, one thing I, I appreciate when a movie is when it continues the story, right? When the characters are moving on, like, except for comedies. I guess in comedies, it's okay if the character does the exact same thing, except in a new scenario right like the austin powers movies you know like it's the same thing the same joke rewritten with a different bad guy or 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 background but back to the fast and the furious like fast and the furious one you have it done in la fast and the furious 2 goes to miami same actor main actor playing the same type of character part three who i think i think even the fast and furious franchise would like to make disappear is the exact same thing, street racing, but in Japan. So in that sense, I feel like they did it right in those first three where you're like, well, it's a different scene, so I'm showing you something different. Like part three was all about drifting, introduced drifting, right? Four through nine has been just... And I think that's the other part of a sequel. If you can't remember the plot... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the sequel is about it's probably not a good sequel or if it's so different that that you want to forget it right because i think like certain comedies like i mentioned i forgive right like the the owen wilson uh jackie chan uh movies right the shanghai right, yeah. noon shanghai yeah. nights shanghai sunsets sunrises you know, like the characters are fun. Like the rush hour, you know, rush hour, the characters are fun. So you're like, okay, I'll, I'll follow them. I'll follow them. Right, right. Um, to so be yeah. fair, they did the setting change in, in rush hour, though. Oh, they went from LA to. Wait, what was. See, part three, I know they went to Japan. Or. No, wait. <laughs> no, I'm like. China. China. They went to China. Yes. Thank you. 
two, they there are they are somewhere else. I thought they were still in and LA. I can't remember. I think they went somewhere. New York. Well, something. Maybe three was the only change. Yeah, it might have been like I don't know, just another place in America. Either way, they 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 did sort of mix it up, but they they're following that comedy rule. Right. We're like, well, it's, it's funny, so let's watch these guys be funny. Okay. So yeah. So three, three. We're stopping at three. Um, we can mention the franchise, but but we stop at three because like I think like Jaws, you know, like I think they made five of them. Planet of the Apes, they made like five of them. The new ones, they made a trilogy. Uh, but um, but yeah. Let's so so what what uh, movies stand out as good trilogy or good sequels to you? Oh, so things that immediately jumped into my mind, uh, like the, one of the first things I thought of was uh, Terminator 2. Oh, yeah. That's the classic day. Okay. Yeah. Why, though? Why does it make it a good sequel? So they expand on the setting and the the story. Like it's uh, it's continuing the story in a it, for this one. It's a different it's the same place, I guess, but a different era. Like years have gone by. Right. So our characters have changed. You've got the addition of uh, not just it's going to future hero, but he, he's born. You know, John Connor exists. That's a, good, a that's, twist. That's another good trait in a sequel, right? That time has moved. Time has passed. Although I yep. do I do appreciate a sequel that starts the very next moment where the last one ended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Keep going. I, that's Keep probably going. harder to do well if I'm just, I, you know, I don't have proof yet, but I feel like it's harder to do well because it's easier to like distance yourself from it and say, here's a whole separate thing happening. I feel like Cause, yeah, you don't have to be quite as much continuity. You could say, well, that happened before. I don't have to directly follow through on things. There's other stuff happening. Because I was going to say the biggest thing about Terminator 2 that I like, it like and it's exactly what you said. It's been 12 years, probably 14 years, 15, maybe. You reintroduced a character that was very cool in part one, but he now is different, right? Same thing that you liked about him, but now you're learning more about him. So the character has grown in the story. Everyone yeah. else is also has grown. Like time has passed and you're catching up. So I, I do like that. I, and, I, and the relationship that was built. Yeah, no, definitely. Term Terminator 1 is a great movie. It really is. But you're right. Yeah. Somehow 2 excels 1. Okay. That's a, that's, that, I think that's a classic one that I think everybody refers to. The Dark Knight. Now, here's a question about The Dark Knight, though. Because I, I have this one on my list, too. Is it, <laughs> is it Heath Ledger? Or is it the movie itself? So, it's a combination. And again, here's another thing you could throw into um, trilogies. Is that when you have to do an origin in the first one, even if it's a good origin... I think a lot of times it's it's more fun. It's hard to make the origin more interesting. Perhaps that's a failure in a trilogy if the origin is more interesting than when you get the entire movie of the character being the character. Because there's usually a lot of like, you know, training and like background and setup that has to be groundwork that has to be laid, especially with a well-known character that you sort of have to, you know, you have to tick all the boxes and that can take up time away from whatever you're trying to do for like the, who's the villain and do they get enough time and where does that story arc go you know because you have to spend however much of the movie time budget on here's the child or here's the training or here's the you know setup 
And, you know, you can either hand wave that stuff, which is not overly satisfying, or you can do a credible job, but then you still have less time for, you know. So arguably, the villain in two was going to have a way, way better amount of time in the movie to develop and to do their thing and to interact with the hero. Okay, that's a good point. So I think, obviously, Heath Ledger ran away with his performance. But I think also you've got a better balance to the story. I agree. Uh, but I, I I guess the first part, because I think that the one thing that 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 uh, Batman Begins did well was it gave you a a, a really good origin story. Because if you think, well, I would seem to say if you think about it, but you haven't seen the the <laughs> the first uh, the first two Keaton movies, they didn't so far as give you as much of an origin story as they threw in memories that you know kind of right. gave you the story so they didn't follow through technically they, they did give you a very quick one but there was no training leading up to it like they did it with batman begins right um you just had to believe that this guy was that well trained but the first one had the joker played by jack nicholson which was a fantastic movie part two though is really good i might say better batman returns or batman yeah batman returns is might be better than the first batman because it had Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer, again, running away with a role. And then you had Danny DeVito playing the Penguin. So the movie was a little bit better in the sense of, like, they were more put together in how they were telling the story. Whereas in the right. first one, you had a very strong, like, bad guy. Like, Jack Nicholson as the Joker is iconic. Yeah. So I, I can see that. I can see how you're right. You had to spend less time and give more time to Heath Ledger to be able to really explore that character. That's a very good point, actually. Because I think the only other movie that I think of like that, where the first one was good, but the second one beat it because, again, you had more time, was Alien and Aliens. In Alien, it was a lower budget film, a lot slower. And they, you know, they, they it seems like they saved up everything they could for the end. But really good storytelling to build you up to it. Two, because they already had built up all of that, they, they now had a better budget. They were able to really like, expand on their on their on their storytelling because now they they didn't have to spend as much, you know. Uh, Fair. There's um, real life implications as well for what you can afford to do. Exactly. Based exactly. On your, based on your success, because not everybody walks in with a uh, uh, the budget of some of these guys. That's true. And actually, Aliens does a really good job of like the main character. So in Alien, in Alien, she goes into hibernate, uh, you know, like uh, cryogenic hibernation, uh, hibernation in order to travel in space. Mm -hmm. Except she thinks she's supposed to have gone to sleep for like six months. She actually went to sleep for 50 years. So the character, it is the very next moment. She goes to sleep, she wakes up. The movie, though, has moved 50 years into the future. Yeah. You know? So they did. They almost did two things, right? You follow the character the they, very next. They managed to do them both, <laughs> and then you move the story without them. So that's a, that's a that's an example for me. Okay, yeah, The Dark Knight. I agree. I think it's a it's a phenomenal movie. Part two was was impressive, incredible. But I, I think I, I always think of it like Heath Ledger's movie. You know, like he just. Yeah, he does run away with the performance. He does. Okay, who else you got? What else you got? So. This one, I think, is like much closer. It's another, you have another very good origin story. But the second it was, I think, commercially more successful, but also just, and I'm trying to think of why now. Uh, it's uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. 
Oh, okay. Because I know I like I find the second one more entertaining, and I like it. And part of that's just because you get to see like Cap and his element, like you know Cap without you know he's had time to settle in and to develop you know his his place in this new world which again similar you know fall asleep in the ice kind of thing for him it is technically ah, look at this we have the transition things, yes we he, they even put him in the fake room so they, he thinks it is the next moment <laughs> you know i hadn't thought about that one because here's the thing like i believe winter soldier is if not the best marvel movie it is the second to the first iron man i think those two yeah over the there. over the years iron man held that number one spot for me and Winter uh, Winter Soldier always came in second, but as I've watched it more, I've watched it more than Iron Man at this point. It's starting to become my favorite, and I think best of them because of the, I think like you said, they they really built the character to who he was, like the costume change, you know, it turns into a uniform almost, like you know, both of us can relate to that. Obviously, our camis, um, and yeah, like it's 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 espionage. It's you know, it's it's a little dramatic. It's got the right action, the impressive, impressive action scenes. And, you know, the, the it, his growth. Also, you can see his growth and he's still growing in the film. He brings a lot of heart into it. You know, it's one where the performance, like you get the, you know, it, but and from a different angle too. And it's not just that I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the little guy who'll, who'll take a hit, but like he's, he's, it's developed into who he is, you know, and you can feel that in the performance. It's a real good job. Uh, portraying that yeah no wow that's a really good point i hadn't thought about marvel movies and given them the the sequel credit because like it almost seems like because of technology and the acceptance of of the audience the movies have gotten better because they've been given more like in the first one i feel like in the first movies you know i feel like they they were a little restrained like oh we're not gonna throw everything at them because that's gonna confuse them so we're just gonna start with iron man and like nick fury and you know and all this. But now it's like they'll throw anything at us and we're like, okay, yeah, that guy exists. Cool. No, no questions. No questions asked. Just keep keep the story going. You know, like there's a moment like there was a lot of origins being done in the first MCUs. But if you think about like the Spider-Man movies, they for they they forgo the, the origin, right? You he's just Spider-Man. He's introduced as the guy who has powers. And I think they mention a spider that bit him. That was it. Like you're like, nope. We're not going to do that again because it's been done twice. Plus, MCU exists, guys. We can just start with Wakanda. We don't need a history of Wakanda anymore. We don't need an or No, this is it. This is. So I think I think you're absolutely right. I think, and that's why maybe I take it for granted. Like every new MCU movie, is just going to take for granted that the universe exists. So there's no explanation needed. Yeah. You're just going to start. They there. laid the groundwork early on. We got those a lot of those three beat story arcs that we were did. Ah, that's a good point. Origin, kind of peak, and then how do you fit? going forward into the into the world that they're building and speaking of, of sequels right oh in in the marvel universe since we're there iron man 2 was okay iron man 3 was even worse to me right yeah i uh i agree in terms of purely movie enjoyment mm -hmm. i think i they did some really i there definitely were some missteps in how they like I think in kind of what they wanted to say, um, I do respect some of the things they decided to portray. Like I think, I just I like that they portrayed the some of the struggle for Iron Man, but like it just it didn't it didn't hit right for me. I agree. I agree. 
And then same with Thor. Thor is one of the opposites, right? Where the sequels have like, well, and again, Thor one was good. Thor two was not great. Thor I three feel like though Thor one was more like okay than even good. Like, because it was, it was it still was, origin. It was still like explaining Asgard and explaining just like and it wasn't dragging as good it out. as it Captain America um, origin. Yeah. It wasn't as uh, heartfelt. It was sort of just, at that point, it felt like they were just like, here's the dude, you know? Because we need to introduce him in order to make the next movie. But Yeah, it felt like it was rote. But at this point, I've seen Ragnarok more times than Ragnarok I can count. because was peak. And it's almost like it, it's almost like it restarted because now when I think of Thor, I think of that first one. And now, you know, Love and Thunder is going to be the second one now to me in my head because I'm like, I'm going to Re- really, yeah. choose to forget it's, this it's first It's in the two. rare position, too, of the, the third movie about that character being the best one, the third in the in the release. Like it took him a couple to, to make a choice that was real good for the character. So if we were to talk sequels in a couple of years, then if we were stopping at three... We wouldn't be able to talk about because again, like this feels like a re, a restart. Like like Thor Ragnarok. Well, was yeah, one. but let's be honest. I mean, we make the rules. I would make the rule that like at that point, <laughs> you had a two beat arc of the first movies where that was the pattern, and, and I think that's a, a a potential future fair assessment. And then we have a completely different style now. They did made a huge stylistic change, you know, a soft reboot, if you will. Because they're not oh. going to retell the original story, but they're going to say, let's look at this character completely differently. Good point. Good point. What else you got on your list? I put the classic Empire Strikes Back. That is better than the first, yeah. It's a better movie than the first one. Um, and I think that just comes from the fact that you had success. That's part of it. You had the success. Like He, he didn't know if he was going to make anything else. So he made this one kind of story and said, like, what do you think? People loved it, and so suddenly you've got the uh, ability to put more in and to think ahead, um, and and it really follows that I think that the classic like hero's journey where like this is the you know I mean Empire Strikes Back it's the dark it's the you're losing you know you start off hopeful it gets real dark and things are bad you're losing and then in your third beat of a trilogy you know triumph um, over uh, uh, insurmountable odds. The first movie, well, episode four, the first released movie, holds a special place in my heart just because of the um, effect it had. Um, Empire Strikes Back is the superior film, though. I agree. For I sure. Agree. Uh, and speaking of, of Star Wars, it makes me think of uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Indiana Jones. And all three movies, I to me, did not outdo each other or did not... Like, they, they all three just hold their own separately yeah to me me. i mean to pick a favorite i would pick raiders of the lost ark like just because of of the of the story presented and uh how like iconic that one i mean but again i I, they're all good like last crusade has some you know i mean it's got sean connery playing dad like it's it's fantastic um temple of doom takes you in a completely different place you know it's not uh it's not nazi centric you know, you've got something else going on. So it's telling a completely different story. So all, all three of them are good. But um, yeah, it's it, that one's a, a much less clear cut path through this. It's just here's these here's these, uh, you know, episodic adventures. Yeah, episodic adventures. Yes, yes. Because 
it's one of those times when the character is what you're con concentrating on and you're willing to follow their story. But yeah, I wanted to bring those up because I'm like, there is no good or bad in those. I think they're they're just all entertaining, really well done. And that one is like, I think you made a good point there. Like the the strength of the the main character, you don't even want him to change. I don't want to see him develop or or exactly right? something different in those movies. I just want more of Indiana Jones. Because and and and, and, I, it. and I think and even and, and and we're jumping ahead because you know one of those characters like that to me is John McClane. Except after three. And thank God we stopped right. at three. Because John McClane, much like Indiana Jones, is the everyday man, right? Now, Indiana Jones is not a, you know, like, he he can fight, right? And he has brains and he understands the field that he's in, which is what the movies follow. Same with, with uh, John McClane. You know, he can fight. He's very good in the field that he's in, right? He is a good cop. He can spot, you know, like sinister people. Like he can see a scenario that doesn't look right and he might investigate. With with Indiana Jones, he knows, you know, that patterns and he knows uh, linguistics and he knows, you know, uh, artifacts. So those things fit into those places. I don't I want to see John McClane in different scenarios where he gets to use those skills that he does natural skills that he has. But I don't want to see John McClane go into fucking space. I don't want to see John McClane, you know, go, you know, like then become superhero version of himself because the success of the movies, you know, where you take him out of his element. And now he's no longer the everyday guy that's struggling. He's now like the dude that just seems to overpower everyone. And I think him and and Indiana Jones both have that where you they could lose. They have the ability to lose. At no point do we feel like they're always going to win because they're consistently on the verge of falling or being beaten or being killed. They, they the in the first three films of Die Hard, you consistently have that. After that it gets a little bit nutty, but but same with and same with Indiana Jones. You know, we're not gonna talk about part four um or the upcoming one. <laughs> but but I think yeah, I think it's it it's that it's that it's an episode of where things can go like the reason why I like Die Hard 1 is because of that. Everyday guy who who does really well. Die Hard 2 is not better than Die Hard 1 because it's the same scenario except in an airport. Now, Die Hard 3, they do change it up and they add a character. So you still get what you wanted, but you get a little bit of a different setting. And then they connect it to the first part, or you think they do. Spoiler. Um but yeah, but it, 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 I think that's the thing about those characters. I think, like you said, that in this in this situation, I don't want the character to grow. Even though John McClane doesn't grow, he actually gets worse because his character has gone through so much. So, but but it, it, technically, he has grown into a, a negative. Uh, he has grown in reverse. He's Benjamin buttoned it. Um, but yes, okay, all right. What else we got? Let's see here. I have uh, Toy Story two. Mm hmm. Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna try to remember. Toy Story two is when we introduce um, Woody's gang, right? Yes. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. So two things happened in Toy Story two that I like. Animation got better, and yep. budget got better, obviously because of the success of the first one. But how exactly? But how do you tell that story again? Right. Well, they have backgrounds, and it's it's what makes me excited for this Lightyear movie. You're like. 
there's a background story to a character I love, and they did it really well. So yes, mm -hmm. Toy Story 2, I think, definitely, definitely up there. Yep, telling stories. Again, we've 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 got a very similar like situation in terms of the toys and what they need, but it's different and, and lost. You know, toys need to, that need to be recovered. But why the why is different? There's more, yeah, background and more explored about a lot of the different characters. So it's it's fun. Yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely a good that one. That one's peak. That's peak Toy Story for me was two. Oh wow, really? I yeah, I haven't. I don't think I well, and we're stopping at three anyway yeah, in this case. But I don't think I've. I don't. There's something later on that I've missed out of all of because I've seen one, two, three. And then after that, I'm not sure if I saw number four. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll stop there. What else you got? Logan. Oh, okay, okay. Technically, the third and, and, part, right? Yeah, because if you're looking at Wolverines, you had X Men Origin Wolverine. Then, um, then Wolverine. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then Logan. And then Logan. Close yeah. it out. Which, this was just like a complete struggle to like correctly utilize the character, I think, more than anything else. You know? And, and growing pains to tell the mutant story. A lot of it. Because I think the first one, I, I like the first one, not for all its additional stuff, but for just getting to see Wolverine do stuff. But it could have been so much better if they'd they'd been in a place where they could have done that with a a Logan mindset, you know. And and again, Imagine. it goes it goes back to to exactly what we're saying, right? If in the beginning it was more acceptable when Logan came out, it was more acceptable to make that film, right? You mm -hmm. couldn't have done that ten years prior. No. Couldn't have. And it's it, it actually it's the same with the first X Men movie, right? And actually, because you're talking about that, because X Men is was on my list. X Men Two is by far the better X-Men than X-Men 1. Even though X-Men 1 gives you a really good origin, which you had to do, yeah. X-Men 2, like Wolverine is is just insane in that movie. He is on fire. And yeah, Wolverine origins, meh. Wolverine, Wolverine, better. Logan, though, is almost a, a Ragnarok. It's almost a reboot. Yeah, it's just so different. And, and the way they're presenting the character is so different that... It's just it, it's almost divorced from its previous. And, and again, right, like it, the character has evolved. He has he we we have we are moving with the character. That's that's a good one. It's like, yeah, no, Logan is phenomenal. I didn't even think about that just yeah. because I, I almost hold it on its own. Like that was the first and only. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Because. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That, although, hang on, though, does it technically become. No, no, you're right. Yeah, it is. It is definitely third part because i was like it kind of connects with the x-men technically <laughs> it might be X -Men well yeah it's a spin-off no no they, you're, you're they, right no you're right you're right these you're all right. tie in but like it's definitely yeah. about wolverine yeah, yeah no you're right okay all right what does he got uh those were the ones that jumped out to me and that i i just kind of like when i thought like what is a sequel that's better so we get into a little bit of territory the only other thing i thought of that was interesting was we have mad max Again? and out of the original movies right have you seen all three or no yes oh i'm surprised says christian two was my two was my favorite yeah no no for sure for sure um i think that was peak because you still and for me it's because so in the first one again set up of the universe what's going on completely indie different film, like indie film also yeah yeah australian indie indie film, film. kind of more horror 
ish esque. Yeah. You know, because it's this it's this picturesque life falling apart. Two, we just lean into the action, you know? Yeah. Fucking turn on that turbo and go down the road, just run people over, whatever. Um, and you've got that that peak blend of there's still old society structure and things, but but Mad Max in the interceptor. And then three, you're completely in this other And then it's it's episodic, now. right? Then it goes into episodes mm-hmm. adventures he's had in that world. Oh yeah, no, I completely mm-hmm. agree. And and three, like Beyond Thunderdome is a fantastic movie. But yeah, it's great. But it's one of many stories as opposed to like part two where you're like, no, this is Mad Max. Like it's it is him. There is no road warrior anymore, you know, like this is Mad Max. And then you have the reboot, right? Like Fury Road, which yeah. is standalone almost like the beginning of, of oh i wish they would have done like you know like a uh, a sequel and a trilogy to that to those. are they doing a sequel potentially but more on furiosa than less yeah less, than, less on about, him yeah. yeah oh that's a good one okay i i am yeah. when i was thinking of sequels right i i i veered towards the classic i'm not the biggest fan of, of godfather movies to be honest with you i've seen them all I know Godfather 2 is better than 1. I know Godfather 1 is good. I know Godfather 3 is terrible. I know that. But I, I don't lean heavily on those because I don't feel as comfortable with them. They're they're okay to me. I haven't seen them. Which, you know, so. it's fine. I think, look, I think objectively people consider those two, those those first two yeah. some near-perfect films. I yep. was okay with them. Never, like... I, it's not a movie I would say you got to put on your list, right? Back to the Future. Ooh. Yeah. Part one was so original, new, and, and so good. So good, right? And then you're like, well, how do you. And again, another movie that starts at the very minute that the, fr- the first one ended, right? Although, to be fair, they could do that in anything because <laughs> time travel. No, no, but. Literally it, at the very minute. No, but meaning. meaning it like, does, I know. Like, <laughs> He's literally. But Watching. yes, literally also you could do shut up, Gabe. Technically it was like a minute before the other one ended. Wasn't it? Like <laughs> it does re- it does repeat before. actually. It does repeat. Yes, you're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, time. Time but, gets a little bit a little bit off the but rails. The reason why those stand out to me is because so yes, you go back into the you go into the past. And that's always a fun thing, right? Part one was a fun thing to go into the past. But then you're like so part two, they're like, oh, well, we're going into the future. That makes perfect sense. And you're like, it does. And then they even go back to the past to kind of, you know, connect them, which is fantastic. And again, the characters haven't had time to grow, but these are the characters you're following in this in this epic adventure. And then three, they throw, they throw you for a loop. They go back into the Wild West. And you're like, okay, same characters, still within the same timeline, like minutes apart. I am kind of in on this too. Now I will say, part three is is it's a little bit below one and two, but not so far where I would say it's bad. Huge fan of it. It's a western. I mean, it's so awesome to take the same characters and turn them into something or someone else. You know, because it's still Biff. It's still the same the same actor yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. but like in a different. It's so well done. I loved it. Those three. I uh, I think are are phenomenal uh, when it comes to sequels and 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 trilogies trilogies yeah yeah um, no, that's a good point that's a real good point I, recently I just watched um, uh, Bill and Ted's the latest one right 
I was a fan of the first one because it was new. It was different. Nothing like I'd ever seen before. Part two, they go, again, we're following the same characters. They go into death, into the underworld. Uh, you know, part three, it's been 40 years or 30 years or whatever. And you're like, yep, yeah, yeah, I'm still in. Still, you know, still, it's still as innocent and as nice as it's supposed to be. Like, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with those. I haven't seen the third Bill and Ted yet. It's it's. I've heard, I've heard good things. Yeah, it it, it definitely uh, does what it's supposed to. The other, uh, actually, the other sequel that I want to talk about, then it's it's very much like like you said, like the, it needed to happen in order to complete the story, right? So back to the Matrix, back to um, Lord of the Rings, Kill Bill, Kill Bill one and two mm. could be one movie. Yeah, uh, you know, because it's a sequel, but it's just technically because the story was too long to tell. <laughs> <laughs> and it continues right afterwards. I think that's a, you know a, a, a fantastic sequel that I pe- I think people don't talk about. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably a kind of doesn't even register as a sequel in casual thought, you know, because it's it's literally the continuation right at the second with the same thing happening, not even like a you know a change in the in the hero's motivation or anything, you know. Did you ever watch all four of the original um, Superman movies? I don't know that I've seen all of them. I know I've seen a couple of them and what happened. What happens in the four? Like, how does it go? Because I can tell so you probably in one, who. In one, we get the origin story. In yep. two, he fights the other Kryptonians, General Zod. Okay, I I remember that one. In three, it's the supercomputer with Richard Pryor, which I don't know if I remember exactly. That's how memorable it is. And then four is where he fights the other Superman that they created, you know, from his hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One one would assume he has super hair that doesn't fall out. Well, it it takes bolt cutters to cut it, uh, Gabe. Oh, that's how it goes. Okay, that's how it goes. Of course. Come on, Gabe, get with it. Okay, so yeah, no, I was gonna, I was gonna bring those up just because it's one, it's, it's, it's that movie where like the first one was good, but not great, obviously, um, but they didn't do anything with them. Sequel technically is better because he gets to actually fight other super uh, supers. Um, no, but I was gonna talk about uh, Rambo. Have you seen all three? Ra- well, five Rambo's, but it, the first three. We're just talking about the first three. Although I wanna, because because Stallone has Rocky and he has Rambo. So I want to talk about those mm-hmm. two next. Okay, so Rambo 1. Go ahead. Have you seen them? I've seen Rambo 1 and 2. I'm trying to remember if I've seen 3. I definitely haven't seen 4 and 5. Okay, so 3 is where he goes to Afghanistan and he and he beats the entire Afghanistanian Russian army by himself. Where he I think blows I've just up seen 1 and 2. Where he blows up the helicopter with his arrow exploding arrow. I think I've seen that scene, but I don't think I've seen all of Rambo 3. Four is... So one thing Stallone did really well with both Rocky and Rambo, right, is we follow... Well, he got better with following the character after three. So hang on. So, so for part one, Introduction to Rambo, is a really, really good movie. First Blood, you know, a veteran back home from Vietnam, just minding his own business, uh Danny Aiello, I think is yeah, cop who just doesn't want bag of bonds and drifters in his town. Can't leave him alone. Can't leave him alone. 
um, you know, you have a really good movie, a good action movie. And at the, at the end, you get this really, I mean, um, really great dialogue about where this aggression and this comes from for him, you know, having come back and baby killer and being spit in the face and all that. It's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Part two, yeah, you know, I think, doesn't he go back to Vietnam, right, to, like, rescue POWs, I believe? Yeah, something like that. Part three, he goes up against Afghanistan in the 80s. Uh, part four, it's he's in his 50s, and he's in Bosnia, minding his own business, and he sees these idiot people who need help, and he decides he has to help them. And then part five is where he goes back home, and the Mexican cartel, <laughs> I mean, but... Stallone got better at storytelling with like, we're going to follow these characters as they go. And the reason why I bring him up is because he did an exceptional job with Rocky. Rocky won. Have you seen all, all seven Rockies? Uh, I, what's, what happens in seven? So, hang on, let me walk you through. Let me say that first. Because I've watched a bunch of, I actually have a box DVD set of like a bunch of, I don't know if there was all seven at the, at the time of, the release of the dvd like i'm trying to remember i definitely have seen the first like five and and i and i say seven but i'm half joking because at the same time i'm also i'm also talking about uh creed creed okay i thought uh creed i have not seen so so rocky one right he so the underdog right fighting yep. fantastic movie part two great origin yes Part two, um, we follow him. And it's actually the very next, it's almost like the very next day, right? Like uh, like they're still talking about the fight. Like it's still very yep. fresh. Um, and like, you know, uh, again, the character is growing and developing based on the events of part one. He wins the fight. Part three, the success of this character. Like now he's successful and now he gets to have a real, a real, uh, obstacle that he hasn't had before because before he had nothing then he then he got something and now somebody's trying to take that something from him so it was a great story arc part four ivan drago kills his best friend and that's the one where you're like okay come on that's just that's just trying to sell movie tickets guys come on part five he takes a protege and he becomes a mentor you know so you're like okay he's growing he can't keep boxing forever that would be ridiculous Fast forward to part part six, where it's like 20, 30 years later. And and again, though, to credit to Stallone, it's a world where video games are there, you know, like so in that world, they're like, what about the legends fight? You know, because you can create your own character and you can play with old characters. So you're Muhammad Ali fighting your George, you know, uh, not George Foreman, but you're Muhammad Ali fighting your Mike Tyson's, you know, like. You're like, yeah, well, what about a, a Rocky Balboa fighting a, a young current, you know? And it starts that way. And you're like, oh, wow, that's really good storytelling. And then the Creed movies, again, just masterful storytelling. It is still Rocky, older than hell. He's in his 60s or 70s. And the son of his best friend comes to him and says, hey, you, you were friends with my dad. I want you to train me. And it's the struggle of like now being the guy who, once trained him now he's that guy and he's taking on a protege and taking on somebody else and his story of bringing him up and bringing him to be a champion um and then part two now we move on to that character he's having his struggles with 
what he has to do with as a champion and, and you know, to maintain. I don't know what the hell Creed 3 is going to be about, but it's coming out next year. But yeah. that's one of those where, like, where, like, the character grows and he keeps moving forward. It isn't the same thing being repeated over and over for the sequel's sake, except, like, again, part four. But but part four gives us, like, Ivan Drago. Like, I think it's the most memorable one of all of them. Even though, like, yeah. when I think about it, I'm like, ah, oh, that was just a money grab, I feel like. <laughs> Did a good job. And I think in part five, when he becomes the mentor, he, I think it was a real boxer who was who was in the movie. So, like, it gave a little credibility to the boxing world, you know, that, that they were using a real boxer to, to be in the Rocky movie. The already beloved yeah. Rocky movies, you know? I purposely wanted to avoid like RoboCop because like, RoboCop One is a really great movie, but it went downhill after RoboCop One. So, so I kind of, I kind of don't wanna. Um, I wanted to avoid Disney movies just because, for you know, same reason. Like, just I think can we, with the exception of like Toy Story, can we really talk about you know like movies in that sense, like. And maybe let's finish it with this, actually. We're kind of at time. Let's finish it with this, which is what kind of starts this whole thing, right? Did you watch Top Gun? Uh, Maverick? No, no. Top Gun, the original. Yeah, and I rewatched it just this, like, last week. Like, a couple weeks. (laughs) Wait, so does that mean you've seen Maverick, too? Or Maverick No, I have not seen Maverick Maverick yet. I'm, I'm... I'm I'm excited too. I have a T-shirt to wear to go. I have an Iceman T-shirt. That's sacrilegious, by the way. It's called Top Gun. It's not. It's called Top Gun Maverick, not Top Gun Ice Iceman. Ah, uh, but he didn't want to do it without Val Kilmer. Well, because you know Val Kilmer was the best. Um, no, but yeah, but it's one of those things where like, where like you know to make a sequel 20, 30, 30 years later. It's got to be thirty because didn't they make that one when I was kind of young and now actually i don't think you were 30? i don't think you were born here game it might not have been what year was that one out top gun was probably gun. 80s let's find that very quickly 1986 american drama film yeah. directed by tony scott it's got uh, me it's got me beat by a couple years yeah so I, I i was never a fan of the original right so i'll say that i was never a fan of the original I didn't understand the purpose of the original. Like, I, I just never my thing. Plus, uh, n- Navy recruitment. Okay, that makes perfect Next sense. Um, so, was the volleyball scene for Navy recruitment or for volleyball playing? Yeah, well, you can't just say it out. It was just during the Don't Ask, Don't Tell era. Mm. Okay. So, you know, you had to, you had to allude to it. Also, were they wearing... Ranger panties, or was that just the size of shorts back then? I think that was an '80s thing, wasn't it? Probably, because there is a scene. I mean, there is a scene in, in uh, there is a scene in Rocky Three where him and Creed, the original Creed, are running uh, down in the. Uh, they're doing a, a beach run, and uh, they both have crop tops. So perfect. and they do have small shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> that's how we end this episode. <laughs> that was our tangent at the end there. Yeah, no, no, actually, back to Top Gun, right? So yeah, I, I, um, I didn't, uh, I was never a fan of the first one. I'm not actually gonna watch the second one, this Maverick one. Um, just 
Not for me. Not for me. But I imagine, again, as you mentioned, you already have your shirt ready, so you're, you're raring to go. This is a shirt I didn't buy for the occasion either. I bought uh, I bought this shirt. It's a, it's one of those Zero Foxtrot. They did their little series, and they oh, had, okay. you know, Maverick, Iceman. Uh, and Goose? I was like, Iceman? I, I'm trying to remember. Was it Goose was the third one? Or they definitely had a third one. And I was like, what other character could it have been? It had to be Goose. Even though Goose is mentioned, but he actually, he, he dies, right? Like... He dies, but like he's in, you know, in our hearts forever. In our hearts forever, yeah. And I believe the the plot line of part two is his son, right? <laughs> well, I don't even know. I didn't. I didn't pay that much attention to the trailer. Oh, I watched it at least twice. And again, look, it looks like a visually stunning one. It looks like it's one of those movies that, if you enjoy the first one, you're gonna enjoy this one. I just, I never played beach volleyball. I um. Was never in the Air Force or Navy, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh, That's where the ang- the angry comments in Department of the Navy. Yeah, no. The only time I ever wore uh, little shorts that made made myself, uh, uh, you know, sexually uh, uh, appeasing to a crowd was when we did our Marine Corps uh, uh, car oh, washes. Oh, you did that too. Oh yeah. They uh, they made us wear them for the motor run. Oh, they made us wear them for the car wash. Because you know oh, you man. you gotta get the people to come yeah. and get their car wash. You, you gotta earn that money. How else do you get them? here for the car wash? <laughs> how else do you how else do you get these people to line up their cars if not for a bunch of Marines wearing uh, wearing apparently four inch seam shorts, no shirts on, rubbing their bellies all over people's you know windshields and side. You know, driver's side windows. Disgusting. The military's disgusting, Gabe. It's a bunch of anything, men. Anything for a dollar. Oh, we were charging five to ten bucks because we were not cheap. No, no, no. Got to, uh, got to afford all those shorts. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'll put it out there. We didn't do the best job cleaning those cars. Not your as area of expertise. I'm gonna say it was mostly for show. I do believe that a lot of the, a lot of the um, the horse playing that we were doing was mostly for show. I don't think we actually cleaned any cars that well. And I and I do believe there was an understanding with the people who were in line to get their cars washed that they were not actually getting a car washed. They were getting their car wet and dried. I don't. I don't. I feel like there was an understanding There's between all of us. <laughs> yeah, because I don't remember us really, really leaning that that heavy into 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 the crevices of the of that vehicle, into the rims, and um, and getting it getting it fixed, getting it clean. I, I'm I'm gonna say, I think we all understood what the assignment was. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, there was there was an understanding of the contractual obligations involved, and cleaning the car was not among them. I don't think so. Definitely for show, sure. because I do I do recall buddies getting getting. Uh, and you know we're just gonna we're gonna take that out. We're not gonna say what <laughs> buddies were doing, but again, the highlight of the car wash, I believe, was not actually how highlighted your car was. It was, I think, it was more of an experience. We we were providing an experience, Gabe. We're providing there you go. An experience. Selling experience. That's important. That's what life's about. That is what life's about. Uh, it has been officially. I think. Let me see. Two thousand. 2004 was probably the last time I ever did one of those. So it's been about 18 years. 18 years since I uh, had to scrub a car. (laughs) 
And with that, we end the sequels episode. Ladies and gentlemen, again, as always, thank you very much for listening. Find us at Pop Culture Hangfire on Instagram. Be on the lookout for our trailer. And uh, have yourself a wonderful week.